That was We Won't Cry by Archie Roach, and it featured Paul Kelly with him. Bridget Leslie speaks with American physician Dr. Renee Matthews, who doesn't see patients in a surgery, but uses a range of mass media and social media to give advice on healthy living, despite the increase in COVID infections in her home country and around the world. Dr. Renee, you have a very different profile. When I spoke to you, I would expect that most medical doctors work in a hospital or a medical center like they do in Australia, but you have the world as your patient group. Yes. So I say I educate the masses via media. So obviously social media, um, news, uh, TV, radio, print, online media. I, I just talk about health. And tell me a little bit about that journey. I graduated from medical school and actually I wanted to be on Good Morning America, which is a show here in the U.S. And I didn't really know how to get there, but I ended up meeting people and I ended up with a radio show first, XM Radio. And then from there, I've been able to blossom into all of this. So now I have a show. It's 45,000 doctor's offices across the country in the waiting room. And it is called Out of Office with Dr. Renee. And I sit down with a doctor and we talk about whatever their specialty is. And it's usually, they're usually short episodes, maybe three minutes. And it's great information that might help you with your visit that you're about to have since you're watching it while you're waiting. And it might be just information that's helpful, but hopefully all the information that I give, I've done, I have a lot of, I've had columns in different, on different blogs and in magazines. Um, I've been in papers. Like I said, I've been on radio shows. So Hopefully all the information I give is helpful because my hashtag is live like you deserve. I just want everyone to live like they deserve. It's fantastic. And by the way, you, you do have a YouTube uh, channel, which I checked out and with some very helpful information there. You've got everything Thank from fibrosis to mental health. You name it, you talk about it, which is great. Yes. Great to know, huh? Yes. yes. Right, well, and my channel is Ask Dr. Renee. Everything's Ask Dr. Renee. Easy to remember. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a very important subject today, very timely. In Australia and in the USA, we've got a rise in COVID numbers. Um, the medical professionals are very concerned about Omicron's B5 variant. Why is that? Um, I mean, we're just concerned about variants, period. I, I will never claim to be a virologist. I actually have one of my clients, I do, I do PR for physicians, is a virologist, Dr. Cindy Duke. But variants are scary because unfortunately it means that it's not going away. <laughs> so basically, it's just, it's, it's awful because if we had done like Australia and other countries and followed the rules. And I say rules because this was a public health issue. This is not, oh, well, Renee has to do this because Renee wants to, no, 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 it's a public health issue when you have to worry about walking into a place and getting infected with something that's a public health issue. So with it being a public health issue, unfortunately we we had all of these different mutations that happened because of the fact that we just kept spreading and we keep spreading and spreading it. So like I said, if we had kind of nipped it in the bud in the beginning, we could have really, like I said, like Australia, like um, I'm from the West Indies, like several of the Caribbean countries, we could have knocked it out, you know? But unfortunately, we didn't do that. So since we didn't do that, now we are looking at new variants all the time. And so what I did hear, though, which sounds hopeful, is that there will be a um, vaccine for specifically these Omicron variants in the fall, hopefully, they're thinking. Mm-hmm. So I myself have been had four shots. And so if I have to take a fifth, a sixth, whatever I have to take, I have not had COVID in 
God willing, will not have COVID? Yeah, um, and there's lots of people are asking questions about um, how do we keep our mental health space intact? You've got a worldwide classroom. You would have um, listened to so many stories from your patients about how COVID-related mental health issues have occurred, still is occurring. Your thoughts on the common symptoms, related con a lot of the people are having, um, you know, because we were locked down and a lot of pe some people are still, you know, nervous about getting out. So, you know, not having contact with others. I myself was locked down for 14 weeks by myself in my apartment and did not go outside at all in those 14 weeks. And I mean, I went, I left my apartment to go check the mail, but tried mm -hmm. to make sure I didn't encounter anyone in the process of that. So I didn't really see people for 14 weeks. And so I understand that. But one of the ways that worked for me and what I've suggested to others, and I actually did a COVID series that you might have seen on my channel as well, I'll make sure you have those check-ins, call people, FaceTime, Zoom, all that stuff. We did, um, we did Zoom birthday parties. We did a lot of video chatting. And I even watched a movie with a friend. They created some technology where you could watch movies with others that weren't in the same place. So I have one friend that I literally did talk to every day of those 14 weeks. It's really um, a lot of the lot of the mental spaces. Unfortunately, a lot of people have lost a lot of people due to COVID in uh, Black and Brown communities. So you know, we've we've had we've had COVID funerals in my family even. So it's it's rough, and you know, I think that the one one of the few things that came out good with COVID was that we realized that we don't have to go to people we can actually do a lot of things virtually. And so now there are so many ways to get counseling and therapy and talk to somebody. You don't have to drive to an office. You can talk to a doctor that's, you know, across the country, you know, you, there's so many ways. So there's all those, and there's a lot of free ways at that. Prolonged sadness, or you need someone to talk to, you know, Google, there's all sorts of resources out there. And then hopefully a lot of people know now they just they just literally launched this weekend, 988. So, you know, we call 911 for emergency. Now, if you're having suicidal ideations, you can call 988 and talk to somebody right away. And so I think that that's really helpful because I'll be very honest with you. I've done a lot of shows on mental health. <clears throat> My um, dear friend Shanti Das has an organization, Silence the Shame, that I've, I've done a lot of um, advocating with. And unfortunately, I can never remember the text phone number for suicide hotline. It's five digits, but it's five too many for my brain. And so this 988, I'll not forget that. Just like I don't forget 911, I won't forget 988. It's a very important topic and people need to know and want to know mm -hmm. about how to take care of themselves. So we've talked about mental health matters. Let's go down to the all important body. Hi, Denise. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Fantastic. Um, yeah, so you did say you're from the West Indies, right? Which part? So, as you saw, here's my flag. We're uh -huh. Antiguan, Antigua and Barbuda. Antigua, okay. <laughs> Do you go back home often? So, I will say no, unfortunately. And actually, I just started to go a lot, and then the world shut down. Oh. So, I went to Antigua in 2019, but I've played Mass in Trinidad twice, 2018 and 2019. Fabulous. Oh, and by the way, 
I should know this because I interviewed your sister yeah. two years somewhere ago. She's an engineer who's doing brilliant work, was on the Rachel Ray Show, which is how I met you. Small world. We talked about mental health. Uh, how do we take care of our bodies in a space where there's a variant that keeps evading vaccines, apparently, in this right. new variant? So how do we do this? But you know what? If you even even with all the variants, if you do the same things that we said at the very beginning, masks, social distancing and washing your hands, you'll still be good. And I think the problem now is that because we're getting out, people are getting lax. Mm -hmm. So that's the problem. I just flew on Wednesday. I, I flew in and out in a day. I flew to uh, Florida, actually. And I wore my mask from the time that I got out of the car in the garage, the parking garage. So the time I got back to the parking garage <laughs> to leave, to go back home, I didn't take off my mask on the plane. I did not, not one second. The time I took the mask off is when I was back outside. When I'm outside, especially when I'm not in a crowded setting, I, I don't have a problem not wearing a mask. But that is the thing. If we stick to those things, yes, we have a lot of variants, but you don't have to be you know, worried. You, you should be covered. And actually on the plane, I had two masks on. I wear a, a KN95 and then I wear a cotton mask over that. Usually I wear a, a plastic shield over that. I forgot my shield and I was going to miss my flight if I turned around to go get it. So I didn't wear it. I have some flights coming up and I will definitely have my three three things on again. But um, but that's the way. And I have flown not I wouldn't say often because I know a lot of people have flown a lot more than I have in the pandemic, but I've flown a couple times each year since we've been in the pandemic. And like I said, knock on wood, I have not ever received COVID. But I also in the pandemic lost somewhere around 60 to 70 pounds. Now, how did I do that? <laughs> because I was like, you know what? This is not going well. Cause I was stuck in my apartment for 14 weeks and I was just eating myself out of house and home. So I've told everyone, you do not have to leave or you can do it outside. Walk outside, especially now that the weather is good in the Midwest, walk outside, run outside. Like I, I hate gyms, so I'm not gonna, I wasn't a gym person in the first place and then they shut down anyway, right? So even walking around my apartment, which I didn't do, but I could have done, dancing for 30 minutes, just get your cardio in, 30 minutes of cardio a day. I think that one thing the pandemic pointed out to us is that people who we thought were healthy weren't. Mm. So there's people that I know that died, unfortunately, due to COVID, whom we thought they were healthy individuals. Who knew they had underlying conditions that maybe they weren't going to the doctor regularly, so they didn't know that they had high blood pressure. They didn't know that they had diabetes. So I think that the pandemic has also awakened us, especially people in black and brown communities, that we need to pay attention and go to the doctor. You need to have a primary care doctor and you need to go regularly. You need to go for your annual exams every year and you need to be on top of these things because those that are on top of them, God forbid they did get COVID, they survived it. Those that didn't survive COVID were the ones that didn't have good control of their diabetes, didn't have good control of their blood pressure. And so, or they, you know, obesity was a huge factor as well. So when you can eliminate as many of these underlying conditions as possible, you give yourself a greater chance and you have no reason to be afraid. If you've been vaccinated and you, you know, you're healthy, then you don't have to be afraid of COVID. Bridget Leslie there speaking with Dr. Renee Matthews.